It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Flying Whipper Production Studios. I am in the broadcast booth here live with Brother Bob. We have an empty seat here. Jeff couldn't make it this evening. He's got other events going on, but I think it's because you're not taking a shower regularly. Yeah, well, that's true, but you know, can't bathe all the time. Water's getting expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually saw. I actually saw recently that gas is more expensive than water. Yeah, that's true. Or water's it's, it's something crazy. It's yeah. It looks like gas is coming down again. Well, you know, nice. when we were kids, did you ever think when you're drinking out of that hose? That you could have bottled it and sold it for $3 in a little plastic bottle like they do now? Uh, and when was the last time you drank some actual fountain sink water? Without without putting it through my Brita or my Pure? Right. Probably decades. And that's decades. How we, and that's how we live forever. You, you just poured yourself a glass of sink water. My, how times have changed. We didn't know better. We so. didn't know better. Well, obviously, we didn't know better on our picks either. So, you have you completely shit the bed? Do you have anything? No, to- no, no. I have I have Texas Tech still okay. still still in it, and I and I think I I definitely think they're going to advance to the Elite Eight. I think they're going to beat Duke. Okay. They they have a really really good defense, and I don't think Duke can handle it. Yeah, I think Duke's a little overrated, but you always have the uh, you know the coach. Let the coach go out with a big win. I do get nervous. I know I'm a conspiracy theorist, but are they going to let Duke foul their way to victory just so Coach K can ride in like a I, knight in shining armor and lead his team to the championship? I actually think at some level, and, you know, Coach K needs to be honored, but I think it's almost doing this squad of players a disservice to have all this hoopla around him. It's, it's taking away from them playing basketball. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. It's the retirement tour and it happens with every athlete or coach, especially with one of his longevity. I don't think his team is as good as teens past. No. So um, I think tech knuckles down on their defense. If you watch that tech team, you know, Jeff talked about it. So I was like, you know, let me get on this bandwagon because Jeff watches basketball way more than we do. And after watching them and at the beginning of the, um, my face is frozen there. I don't know if that's by design or not, Um, but watching them play now it's okay. Um, I was on board, man. And I have actually have them freezing up a little bit, but I actually have them uh, playing, um, you know, in the championship on one side with UCLA. Those are my only two teams left. UCLA yeah, well, and Tech. Texas Tech's my only team left. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Their defense is stout. And uh, I bet the under on them uh, when they played uh, their last game. And it was 135, and I think it ended up at 107. So I was I was well under on that Given, g- given their, I think it's either the second or, or the first. It's definitely the top three ranked defense. In college basketball. Yeah. And I I think taking the under is probably the best way to go. 
Yeah, who are they playing again? Uh, Duke. They're playing I, I, Duke. Do you know what's the over-under on that one? I don't know. I, I'm not a degenerate gambler. I don't have these numbers at the top of my head. Well, neither am I, but there might be people listening that are. I would say it's probably going to be about 132 or something. If I had to set my Vegas sports line kids. Well, maybe I can see here on this. Okay, I'm pulling up Odd Shark right now. Wow, really? Middle of the show. It's a doctor appointment. Okay, so it's uh, Dukes getting a point in that game. Okay. I like like Tech. Whatever it is, I like Tech. Um, But don't count Duke out because, you know, these people are going to want to see the Krzyzewski tour continue. I'll tell you a team that's really surprised me uh, coming off a 14-loss season right now is Michigan, man. And their their bigs are solid. Adabo, I think his name is, and Dickerson. The over, and Diablo. I mean, to to, to go back real quick, the over under line for uh, uh, Tech and Duke is one thirty six and a half. That's a little bit higher than I thought. Yeah, I I would still take the under. I would probably take the I, under. You know, and as to Michigan, and you look at what the Iowa State, Miami side as well. I think it. <laughs> And this has been happening in college basketball probably the last 15, 20 years. You, you know, AAU and and these mid mid-ranked teams are not bad. They're good. They can they can go on a run. Michigan, I, I think Michigan was lo, lower seated than they than they should have been. They probably should have been a seven or eight. And I don't know whether that's bias against uh an in an anger management failure in Jawan Howard. But what were they? I see that. Weren't they like 11? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have my bracket in front of me because well, you're prob- looking at it. Probably, you know, if you look at their, if you look at their win loss record, they, they did lose 14 games, which was a lot, but just still to be in it with that many losses tells you what, what folks thought I'm going into the tournament. Um, but I watched them play. Their bigs can step out and hit threes. Uh, they got a point guard that, you know, they're, that, they had the freshmen step up big, so now they can rotate the freshmen in and out with the with the guy that went down for two games. Their uh, their other uh, guard, look out for Michigan. And no, I'm I'm yeah. I mean, look out for Michigan. I I, I heard somebody say this. They 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 kind of made a um, a blowhardy statement and said, you know, if you, if you're in one of the major conferences and you make the dance, you shouldn't be any lower than an eight. And it was specifically about Michigan. I, I think Michigan probably should not have been lower than an eight. Probably not. Uh, Villanova, if they step out and can hit the threes, they're, they're going to go up against a physical Michigan team. Uh, the keys to victory for Villanova are they really have to push the ball and their point guards are going to have to hit the threes. Mm-hmm. Having said that, again, I I I think it's going to be an under. It's 135. I took the under in that one. The imagining thing about college uh, basketball, if you guys watch it and – have any kind of betting interest on over-unders is the fact that these games can be well under. And then the last two minutes, if a team's six or seven points down, they just start fouling. And it's a, it's basically a free throw shooting contest. And so yeah. the last two minutes can be 12, 15 points just in free throws. And that can really mess up a game line, but yep. man, I don't know what to do. I hate Michigan. Um, 
I have another guy that's uh, I have a friendly bet with on the side. He's got him in the final four, so I can't take him on principle alone. I'm gonna take Villanova in that game. Who are you gonna take, Bob? On the Michigan, I'll take Michigan. I'll I'll ride them. I I think I think we still have a lot more chaos ahead in this tournament. There might be, but I don't see too much. Arkansas, Gonzaga. I watch Arkansas. Overrated number four seed. They suck. I jumped on an eight and a half line um, about five days ago. As soon as it came out, lines nine and a half now. I think Gonzaga wins big. I've never seen in recent memory a college basketball team with such quick transition offense as Gonzaga. I will tell you this, man. Once you make a bucket on Gonzaga, and I think Jeff will sit here and tell you the same thing. You had better. Be ready because they are pushing that ball up quick. You know, this and, and, and this game actually highlights something. You know, as we were coming into this, I heard of, of more than a few pundits talking about the strength of the SEC in this tournament. Where'd they all go? They got their basketball mixed up with their football, I guess. Uh, I, is Arkansas the last one of the SEC that we have to deal with? Uh, yeah, I believe so. And I wouldn't think it. I mean, I watched Arkansas. I haven't been impressed. Um, it doesn't even look like they're running play. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know who you like in that one, but I like Gonzaga to win and cover. I would, yeah, I, I would good go with Gonzaga. And then, and then in there, and then it's Gonzaga, Texas Tech in the finals if it goes. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but if, if it goes to form. Um, the other game is, man, the, uh, Five slam a jamma team uh, redo Houston and Arizona. Now you know Arizona has been one of those teams that's just kind of been off my radar, but they just keep keep winning. They're ranked number one. Uh, but other than what, who I thought was one of the most uh, physical teams and uh, athletic teams in the tournament, Memphis, who just got literally winded out by Gonzaga. That's what made me a Real believer in Gonzaga was watching all the Memphis players with their hands on their hips, and I thought they were a real uh, physical, um, not necessarily a physical team, but an athletic team. Probably the second most athletic team to me in the tournament is Houston. They have a nice athletic team, and they're kind of slipping in under the radar. Well, Arizona scored at least 81 points in the in eight straight games in 12 of their last 13. But they've also allowed sixteen, at least 69 and 11 of their last 12. That still translates into an 11-point win advantage. It does. It does. And, 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 and I think I, I see Arizona going forward on that one. Yeah, I, I do. Of the Thursday games, I believe these are all tomorrow night games. I will say if, if I had to pick an upset of all of them, it would be actually Houston. Okay. Houston, if I had to pick an upsetter in, in that one, but uh, Arizona shall obviously move on, which means it probably if we got things going the way we think they should, Arizona would play. Uh, who would Arizona play, Bob? Villanova. Okay. And For then, you and for me, Michigan. And then Tech and UCLA? No, Tech and, Tech and Gonzaga, Gonzaga in the West. Gonzaga, yeah. And then it'll be, and then let's, yeah, let's, let's go down, let's go down to the East. 
Purdue and uh, UCLA. Come on, you're 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 not going to pull for St. Peter's. They're going to get their asses kicked. Well, that's what everyone said about them against Kentucky. Yeah, but uh, but they're going to get their asses kicked. Okay. I'm trying to see what the uh, line is going to be for that game. Which one? The St. Peter's Purdue? Yes. Uh, 12 and a half uh, over under 136 and a half. That's on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not I'm not actually looking at the exact, exact schedule. I got the book up open. Okay. So what was the line again? 12 and a half. Okay. I gave the 12 and a half. I think Gonzaga. Purdue. Or Purdue, I mean. I watch Purdue. Their bigs are kind of – they're going to wear down a team that's really thin. I mean, you got your five starters. They're solid. But I just just don't know if that bench can keep up with the Purdue bigs leaning on them all game. I watch Purdue. They're kind of methodical. I like their point guard play. You got that big in the middle who I think – is going to be hard to stop if you can feed him the ball. Mm-hmm. So I think the, uh, the the Cinderella run ends with those guys and Purdue Probably. moves on. Probably. And then who else do we have? Well, you have the UCLA game. Okay. This, and that and that's who I had as my national championship team, which I don't know why, but you can't predict – these things so i just said why not i mean this th- this game is interesting just just on the history i mean yeah blue blue bloods th- they are so blue in their blue blood it's almost dark blue i know navy and I, blue and after unc survived that 25 point comeback from a really good baylor team who a lot of people had to win in the championship you know that might be what they needed hey we survived the that the best that college basketball had yeah. to offer, and now it's now it's time to. That never happens. That never happens. The, the team that lost the momentum going into overtime, and I mean you can't say never because they just did it, but that very very rarely happens. Yeah, they lost all the momentum. Yeah, you, you don't you don't give up that and then win in overtime, and they yeah. did. Good for them. Yeah, I had a work buddy, and I had UNC, and I was just like ready to throw my shoe through a TV because they had that big lead. And then all of a sudden it's going into overtime and I didn't think the momentum would carry, but it did. Yep. So on that one, tough one, who who do you think moves on? So UCLA Purdue for you? Uh, UCLA Purdue. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, it's a coin flip for me. I, I, I think probably UCLA, I, I would, I would, yeah. if you forced me to bet, I'd say UCLA. And then who's in the other, what's the other Saturday game? Oh, we have, this is the Kansas bracket. Well, Kansas hasn't uh, shit the bed yet. Everyone thinks that they're going to, you know, like they do every tournament season, they're still alive. They may have the easiest path. Well, yeah, because <laughs> down in that you have an 11 and a 10 seed mm-hmm. playing to make it to the elite eight. You have Iowa state and Miami. So, so the path is pretty easy for Kansas, but you never know with them, right? When you think that they're going to do it, they have a big letdown. down, but I, I guess you got to go with Kansas. Yeah. I'm trying to scroll to the line. Miami, on that. There Miami, it is. Miami's stepped up onto the yeah. Kansas one. 
So you got Kansas in that one? Yeah, well, yeah, Kansas favored by eight over under a 141 and a half. Okay. So who's your revised national champions? I can't change mine because I've already picked who I thought would be. I am I am not I'm not going to get off the Texas Tech bandwagon. Okay. They're they're that defense is good and I think that that'll ride them into the final four. And then we can talk next week. So we'll be on a collision course because I got UCLA and obviously what those two teams would have to play each other. Yep. The other thing that annoys me about US UCLA is not necessarily their play. It's that point guard with that dead raccoon on top of his head. Just watching him run around the court is extremely annoying. Do you sit out on your front porch and tell kids to get off your lawn can, too? Can you pull a yeah? Can you pull a picture of that kid? Probably. It's super freaking <laughs> annoying, dude. Why? It's it's the style. It's the style. No, the, this style should be outlawed. The, I, I, it may be an animal living on top of his head. Oh, there's nothing wrong with this. Did you see it? Can you pull it up? I don't want to pull it up. I I I I, 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 I don't want to foster this. Now we got the fans wondering, you know, what what's got my panties in the water. Give me a give me a second. Pull it up for you. I'm also going to find the lawn for you to tell. Hey, if anyone's still watching, uh, you know, one of the <laughs> things we want you to do is just come down here. You know, we got to put all this together, the backdrops, the production. If you just hit the like and subscribe button, if you're watching live now, just take a minute to do that for us. It really helps out and uh, keeps the content alive. Again, we're in San Antonio, Texas. I got friends from Ohio to Florida from everywhere. So if you're ever in the San Antonio area, got a seat right here for you. Come up, have a hot sports opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I am really looking forward to all the traffic downtown talking about being from San Antonio. The fact that we That's have right. Michigan, Villanova and Houston, Arizona. Here. That's right. We're going to be showing the games. I, 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 I want to physically hurt every tourist that comes into this town. That's Bob. I'm just, Bob. I'm just hate. I, I'm just hate. You're full of and, hate. But, but, but you're full of hate for this. Well, that's not that bad. It's when it's not breeze. See, that breezing in the air is not bad. It's when it's laying flat. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm just expecting something, a little squirrel to pop out of there, or maybe a, a nest of robins. And this, but, is, and this is what I think of your opinion. <laughs> that's pretty much what everybody thinks of my opinion. That's okay. So anyway, we we covered that. Uh, I'm going to go with UCLA. Bob's going to go with Texas Tech. Um, I'm going to ride with Texas Tech and just totally ignore the the other half of the bracket that is. And it'll probably be Gonzaga and Kansas. Might be, (laughs) might be, or Gonzaga Arizona, which I would I would uh, I would probably puke that we would get chalk at the very end out of this season that we would end up with chalk in the national championship. Yeah, when it happens, I know, uh, football news. I know you'd love to talk about football this time of year, but there's a lot of news going on. Tariq Hill is gone. Is that going to hurt or help the chiefs? The chi- <laughs> the chiefs have other problems. Okay. Uh, w- whether it's whether it's defenses in the AFC have figured them out, or whatever's going on, it, it's almost like they rode a high into the Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl, and then almost lost their way. Kind of. Okay. But I do like the fact that they're not they're willing to say, you know what, we're going to go out on a limb here. I'll tell you one of the 
biggest mistakes is when I play the stock market, when I hang on to a stock too long, when I should have traded it. And I kind of feel like Casey's playing the stock market right now and saying, you know what, we got a Tariq Evans. I'm not sure how old he is, but he's been a premier receiver for five years. So at best, and I guess Miami did sign into a four-year deal, at best he has another four years to be upper echelon. But having said that, Miami gave away a tremendous amount of draft capital to get him. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if they got the, the right quarterback to feed him the ball. So it's, and I'll tell you, I, the, the, the quarterback for KC, Mahomes, was a better guy to feed him the ball than um, two is going to be. True. But I, you know, we were talking before the show and I was reflecting a little bit as I, I think if I remember right, the Brian Flores leaving kerfuffle that Tua was management's bet gamble, whatever you want to call it. And Flores wasn't so much on board with it. So I don't know if I see Tua moving on or them moving on from Tua. Well, they might not, but having said that, uh, if you had to grade the the trade, who, who got the better of it? I think they probably gave away too much. Too much. And, uh, uh, and a monster. He becomes the highest paid wide receiver. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, we're, we're looking at a draft class that's actually pretty wide receiver heavy. Yeah. So that's, that's, and to your point, very wide receiver. Heavy. So I could see like a Garrett Wilson from my beloved Ohio State Buckeyes. If you're watching, maybe a guy like him slip into KC. Um, and they get a lot of picks in the draft. So you know what? Casey had an off year. I remember people writing them off at the beginning of the year when they were what, like, I think they started the season like four and seven. Or yeah, something. it was a, it was a horrible slump. And uh, they came on strong. They're not standing pat. They're willing to let their star receiver go and say, you know what? We're going to build, continue to build for the future. So we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, the big thing right now is I can't see Steeler Nation ever accepting Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. So there was some conversations about that, but I don't see Trubisky being the answer either. Um, oh, I, you I seem mean, to be I, more of a Trubisky fan than I do. I, I have a friend who periodically listens to the show who thinks that was the worst thing the Bears ever did drafting Trubisky. He, 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 he goes very racist, calls him a Pollock. Okay. I, I think Trubisky's problem with the bears wasn't Trubisky. I think Trubisky's problem with the bears was the bears. The, the, the bears for me is almost a Midwest analog of the New York jets. Yeah. They can't get out of their own way. And they, they ruin people. They ruin people's careers. So maybe, maybe Trubisky opens up and becomes great. Like everyone's draft pick on him, everyone's draft grade on him was high. Okay. So I, I think I, I, I think with that defense and that and and the rest and the rest of the team are out there. I, I think this. I think the Steelers are successful. Okay. And well, Dwayne Haskins doesn't take a snap in the regular take a snap season for the second season in a row. Well, I think the Steeler defense sucks. It has some holes in it. I think Trubisky is not the answer. I think the Steelers finished easily last in that division. 
That's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's not exactly an easy division. It's not, it's not, it's tough division, but look at the upgrades. The, the Bengals have definitely gotten better. They, they got a couple offensive linemen, the, the cowboy uh, lineman. He's very good. Yeah. So that's a huge upgrade from what they had. They've retained their defense for the most part, their core players, the wide receivers all, all take their three, their two wide receivers. We're going to have some tight end issues now. We may have to address that in the draft since we lost uh, Boyd, but we have the two best receivers all take pound for pound in the league okay. with, with Higgins and Chase and a young quarterback who's in his third season who got sacked 72 some odd times in the regular season, 19 in the post let's, and went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's, but, let's, let's see what they do in the draft. What what did I say after the after the after Super Bowl that their draft priorities in the first round should be offensive line and a second round offensive line and a third round offensive line? But things have changed now with some free agent signings, and they've drafted two very solid offensive linemen, very capable. So that need may have dropped down to maybe maybe the third round now, and you get yourself a tight end or maybe pick up a, a linebacker or maybe another defensive back. So their needs have changed, as has Cleveland. Uh, I think this time last week, we were writing off Cleveland. They were out of the sweepstakes and stuck with an unhappy quarterback in Cleveland being Baker Mayfield. So to me, the big winner this year of all the NFL teams has been Cleveland. And the reason I say that is, you know. Because they they won the soon-to-be-suspended quarterback lottery? Well, they gave up uh, a lot of capital to get him uh, as far as, you know, money. But I think in their mind, and we'll just have to see what happens. They're they're banking. They, they are planning that Deshaun Watson doesn't take a snap in the regular season. Because he they from the way they've structured this, they've given him a 40-some-odd-million-dollar signing bonus. His first-year salary is $1 million. Okay. They they are planning on him not playing. Okay. Well, I can tell you that Baker Mayfield will not be there when he's there. So maybe, just maybe what they're doing is waiting to see what the league does with Watson before they move Baker. I don't I don't think the league's gonna move on any suspension until we get to July or August. So they, they have to move on finding finding a veteran who's okay with exactly what that role is going to be. You know, you you talk like a maybe not Ryan Fitzpatrick, but somebody like Ryan okay. Fitzpatrick, kind of a serviceable, a serviceable journeyman, journeyman quarterback okay. to lead that team while Watson is sitting out of suspension. Like you said, some of the retreads, the Foles, the Fitzpatricks. Yeah. Whatever happened to that kid from Washington? That that did they cut him loose after uh, after Washington signed uh, their quarterback? Which one, Taylor Heineke? Heineke. I have no idea. Maybe even a Heineke type, you know, just to kind of be there to kind of keep the ship afloat. I think you need somebody better than that. If you're un, unless unless you as the Cleveland front office is willing to write off the season and go, yeah, the, yeah, this this season is a pass. I don't I don't think Cleveland's ready to go a la Houston right off the season, but what they have now is some draft capital, and if they can, I could see a draft day trade involving Baker maybe before that, but I think you could easily, with a team in need, 
get a first rounder from Mayfield and and maybe another player in a second uh, next year and a third next year because if you look at his numbers, you know, forget the man, what's going on between the ears, forget all the stupid commercials and his. Oh, I like his commercials. Whining. I like his but commercials. So stupid and forget all his constant whining. Um, look at him on paper. And he's a solid NFL quarterback, starting NFL quarterback. Yeah, so is Kirk Cousins, but he's going to lose you the game in the fourth quarter. What I'm saying is, for a team in need, that's the kind of that needs a quarterback to maybe take it to the next level. That's your guy. Mm, I, now, I don't know. Goes, maybe, maybe Seattle. You had said, I could see maybe moving him to Miami. They they trade Tioga for draft picks. If Miami's smart, okay. If I'm a Miami Dolphin. I'm trading Tua while he's still got some draft capital. And then I'm making a trade for the Browns and I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, um, help me out here. Mayfield? Mayfield. I'm getting Mayfield to feed Tariq Hill some balls. Because at the end of the day, the guy's got an arm and Tariq Hill needs someone to catch the football. Yeah. And I don't know if Tua is that guy. He just doesn't have the arm strength for me to be a consistent NFL a passer that's going to throw the ball 25 to 35 times a game like a Baker Mayfield can. So Miami, if you're listening, Alan, my brother, if you're listening, big Dolphin fan, get on the horn and try to get Baker. Yeah, that's where I, go I, with that. I, I mean, you have, this, you have the Saints out there right now. You have the Falcons out there right now. They're kind of on the outside looking in. If, if, if I'm a quarterback and I want success, I don't want to be in the AFC. Well, there's no doubt. It's just tougher right now. Yeah. Was there any other draft uh, trade moves this week in the NFL? Uh, I mean, we had, you know, Wentz, Wentz going to the Commanders. We have Ryan going Where's to the Colts. my sound pad so I can hit the fart sound? Maybe that's the reason why I didn't give it to you. I mean, Wentz. I gave it to you last week and you didn't use I it. I know. I'm trying to wean myself off of it. Yeah, I mean, Wentz is Wentz. No big deal. I don't see that being an upgrade. So other than that, you know, there are going to be some moves. Some more dominoes have to fall. Um, what else you got to talk about, man? That was really the gist of it to me tonight was the, the college basketball and the football. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm glad Jeff's not here because, I mean, I could talk Formula One. We kicked off the season. Uh, Lewis Hamilton on the outside looking in. Red Bull having some major reliability issues and totally DNFing. But – Ferrari going one, two. <laughs> I got a question to ask you. Should a transgen transgender athlete be allowed to compete with the females? Honest opinion. Let's have an honest conversation. If, if the athlete is following the rules as promulgated, then yes. I think the big argument right now is, Bob, as you know, women had to fight so hard for, I believe, what, the Title IX and to get themselves recognized. And a lot of these women are saying, you know, I spent my entire life, you know, trying to compete and be the, the best woman I could be. And now I have an individual who, you know, I don't knock personal choices, you know, whatever you want to do, that's your business. But they're, they're, contention is now I'm competing with someone who was born a man. And if you pull up a picture of, um, I forget the individual's name. 
those are some big ass shoulders. He, she looks like Phelps. Well, here's it, here's I was thinking about this the other day. Where do you draw the line on advantage? Where do you say that an athlete has an unfair advantage over another? You look at Michael Phelps over me in the pool. He has an he has a a huge genetic advantage over me. Okay. With lung capacity, cardiovascular, the length of his body and and the the and, and the make of his body. And if you and if you look at female swimmers and you look at them from behind and you don't and and you take away the razor back of their of their one piece. Right. Those are stout shoulders across the board okay. for women swimmers. What what I think is a very hard thing to do is to figure out where that limit is and it and it sounds like well, let me ask and you, it sounds like the rules are going to change a little bit. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, if this was would you be on board if Michael Phelps had a sex change and then started competing in the women's swimming Olympics? Would he have a would he have a fair unfair advantage? After all of it's 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 not that's it's, the point. It's, it's, well, you it's, see the point I'm trying to make. It's not a it's not a win decision. It's it's not it's not I can't win as a man, therefore I'm going to become a woman to win. But so you're saying that is the then then what are you saying? To me that 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 is the point. I can't win as a man, uh, but I'm feeling this way about my body, which again is your choice. But since I'm feeling this way about my body and I've competed in men's sports in the same venue, well now I can become a winner in female sports. And I just think at the end of the day. Something has to be figured out. I don't know if there can be a transgender. No, situation. I, I, I don't know if there's. A I, 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 don't I don't think that. that. I don't think that's the answer. I think, I think sitting down with actual medical doctors, actual, actual folks that understand the physiology and the physiological changes that hormone therapy sends a male body through, or a female body if it's a trans man. To sit down and figure out, okay, where where do we put what's what's an unfair advantage and what's an and and what's just what we're going to be okay with? Because if if I have a swimmer who was born with a genetic and and twenty thirty years ago we call it a, def, a deformity that totally webbed webbed feet, total webbed feet like duck webbed feet, duck webbed hands. Is that an advantage in the pool? Well, Tom Dempsey played with half a foot. I think that was probably an advantage. Remember when he kicked field goals back in the so, so so if so if I'm a if if I'm a swimmer and I and I go to my doctor and I say, make my hands webbed. Okay, but you were well that gets into the discussion of how you were born. So if you were born with webbed feet, I don't think that you're um that's something that's how you were born. So I, I don't think that that should be changed. Okay, but, okay, take take that away. Surgically manipulating your body to compete in a in a different genre, uh, you know, sport. So, so if I go to the doctor and I say, "Doctor, make my hands webbed," and I'm and and I'm a and I'm a tier three swimmer in college, 
should I be allowed to swim competitively? Well, I, I hope you've just probably given so many people ideas. Now we're just going to have a whole new generation of web swimmers. Well, I, 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 I think it's, I think yeah, it's, I it's, it, it's almost a, I, it's hard to judge judge people's good faith belief in what they're doing and the motivations behind it. And if you could tap into someone's mind and say, are you doing this purely just to win some medal? Then no, but. But typically when you're competing in the Olympics, that's your goal or, or any kind of college sports or in the goal to get the trophy, not to participate. Well, it, well, what I'm saying is, is, is her motivation in what she's going through her transition is her motivation to be the person that she believes she is, or is her motivation, I'm going to win some titles and she didn't win everything. Yeah. That's the other thing, you know, it, it, if she had such an unfair advantage, she would have won everything. Yeah. You, you look at the UFC, the UFC trans woman who allegedly beats the crap out of every woman has actually lost to other women. Yeah. If it is such an unfair advantage, they would win every time. Yeah. It would be Tom Brady competing in the bloody effing Super Bowl. <laughs> he has an advantage. I Maybe the trans athletes may be raising the competition bar up for the women. Who knows? But it's something we're not going to solve tonight. No, and 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 the the other thing that that's hard for me on this whole thing is to be is to be fair and empathetic with all of the sides on this. Yeah, because they're humans. They're all human beings. They're all someone's daughter. They're all someone's son. Yeah, they all have parents, and everyone loves these loves these folks. So it's it's being sensitive and not and and not making it a yeah. not making it a freak show. And one thing we can all agree on: they, us, everyone, we all have a passion for sports. That's why we're here. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, hopefully, Jeff will be back next week. Thanks, brother Bob. Good show. Absolutely. And uh, we will have probably be down to the national championship. Who's going to be in it this I, I am looking forward to not having a team in the final four because I've totally screwed up my bracket. This happens every year. That's okay. Okay. We'll catch you all next week. And right. we're out.